0: You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Pilipinas podcast. Stancy at your service alongside me, Raf Camus. Right across me, Mr. Ro Moran. Boys, it's been a while. Uh, it feels good to be back here in the booth with you guys.
2: Oh my god, we're back again.
1: Well played, good sir. <laughs> well played.
2: Backstreet Boys for you, 90s yeah, kids. I've been I I've been on, on a Backstreet Boys kick earlier today on Spotify.
0: <laughs> Obviously, uh, you know we, we kind of missed each other. We had to, you know, just just catch up, and we're helping you catch up as well with us. You know, it's been a while.
2: last week? Yeah, but you know, in
1: Japan, Japan, Stan. I was in
2: Paler, Stan was in Japan. Raf was, you know. I was in Makati. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what you call some production magic for you. You're welcome. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I was in Japan. Uh, it was a, it, of course, we know it's a wrestling hotbed, right? Uh, you don't go to Japan as a Smark or as a Mark and not. look... For anything wrestling related, it kind of sucks not having seen a show. I was looking for either AJ, AJPW, NJPW, Dragon Gate, or Noah. I saw some posters, uh, couldn't see a show, but I did get some merch.
2: Why did you end up in Nagoya anyway? I I, I, I like to ask because there are no wrestling <laughs> events there. So, why, why weren't you in Tokyo or Osaka or whatever? No, I was
0: in Osaka. No, I... Yeah, I
2: mean, no, no, but you were based uh, in Nagoya, right? No, we
0: were based in Osaka and then Nagoya.
2: Okay, yeah, so why there? there.
0: Mm.
2: So, why didn't you book your flight? Yeah, uh, I
0: didn't book your flight. That was the flight we got at the seat sale sometime okay. earlier this year. Right. Seat
1: sale, care of Cebu Pacific. Yeah, why? <laughs> Everyone flies.
0: <laughs> Uh-huh. You're welcome, Lance Kohongwe.
1: <laughs>
2: Hopefully, everyone lands too. <laughs>
1: yeah, hey, hey, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey. I'm alive. I'm alive. And I have another Cebu Pacific flight coming up in about a few months, so, you know, don't <laughs> jinx it. So do you, my friend.
2: <laughs> Next year, Payon Papi.
0: So yeah, uh, Japan, right? Uh, Osaka. Um, I actually got to buy some goods. Uh, I, I started off by getting myself an NJPW T-shirt, like a my Beautiful first NJPW T-shirt.
2: Yeah, that's, that's shirt. actually a really good shirt. Huh? I was
0: actually thinking of buying you guys some shirts too, except I don't know your size. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just gonna next buy some shirt. Next, next time, then. next
2: time. I'm yeah. sure one of us is going to Japan sometime soon. <laughs> sometime soon.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I didn't mention that I went to Kyoto, and that was actually where I got the wrestling masks. So right, right, um, right. if you follow me on Instagram It's at DJStan947 uh, I posted a, f- a collage of me wearing my masks I got to buy a Mil Mascaras mask A Dos Caras mask And a Tiger mask And I messaged these two guys Like right as I was there If they wanted a the mask <laughs> as well And Camus over here was the first one to reply The only one to reply And this so I got m- him a Dos Caras m-
2: mask You know why? Because this motherfucker messaged me While I was on a hike
0: Dude, I didn't you were a fucking Yeah,
2: I'm, and I didn't know you were in a, in a, in a wrestling <laughs> shop I didn't know I would find one in a fucking
1: in a fucking market. It's
2: Japan. That's what you
1: get for being in PR. What? I'm
2: not in PR. I'm in I'm in media. Well, that's what you get for working with PR people. I wasn't but there. You're just, you're just, you're just salty because you were in Mahati. Hey. <laughs> oh, away. Hey.
1: You guys get to enjoy your weeks. I get to spend it at home watching wrestling. But I am you got a mask. So shut up, <laughs> man. I paid for it. Yeah, well, you got well, I mass, got a mask. Not yet. Yeah, Not yet. I haven't it yet. paid for it yet. As of, but, as of this recording. As of this recording. <laughs> but you will. I will. I will.
0: Yeah, so uh, it, it was fun. It was fun, you know, just actually being there, taking in the culture. Um, you know, if I was in Tokyo, I would have definitely hit up one of the shows. Yeah, I would have definitely sought out Ribera Steakhouse.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you didn't run into Peter Rosenberg. No,
0: I didn't. <laughs> I, I wish I would have. Uh, I was actually listening to Cheap Heat while I was on uh, the train ride from yeah. the airport to, to my hotel. That's
2: right, he said. He said, Japan. Sabi ko,
0: tara Peter Rosenberg, let's meet up. makabilang dulo, like six hours away. Nagoya and Tokyo are like six hours away by train. How is that okay? geography? I
2: don't, I'm not familiar with uh, the geography of Japan. So how, how, how far from each city or each city?
0: Right. So <laughs> uh, we started off in Nagoya and we took a train to Osaka. So that's uh, a good 30-minute ride a bullet train na yon. Okay. so it's kind of expensive. So imagine paying two thousand pesos for a bullet train ticket to get from one pretty to
2: the Any analogy here? Like, kunyari, um Nagoya Makati. is what Makati. Yeah. The Kasi same is uh, Makati. Okay.
0: Ka ng, I don't know, ka Mindoro or something. Mindoro. Mindoro that's that's far. in thirty minutes. Yeah, in thirty minutes. That's awesome. Wow. Because that's a bullet train. Eh. Keep but, in mind, na, na, uh, they call it the Shinkansen, it's, it's a really, really fast train.
2: Mindoro is pretty Mindoro far. Mindoro is pretty far. Yeah, though. that's crazy. What about Tokyo?
0: Uh Tokyo is like 6 hours away and that's by the local line at I Okay
2: think. so if you're you're in Makati and you would be going to well I, <laughs> have to I say but there Yeah, yeah baller, probably the... like the yeah, you would probably be. A yeah, the, trip, hours, the trip so. from here to there was like six hours max.
0: Yeah, so parang ganun except you're actually on a train. And uh, I guess the good thing about uh, the good thing about that was, you know, I I had the podcasts keeping me company. You know, I, I was listening to Talk Is Jericho, listening to Cheap Heat, uh, so I still got my wrestling feel. Um, you know, I I I think this is obvious by now, but I have to say it internet in japan is fucking awesome
2: obviously obviously <laughs> obviously no no it's, it's not just the fact that it's fucking awesome it's more of our internet sucks ass
0: yeah it does i mean um i've only experienced yung over one megabyte na torrent internet download speed <laughs> like a handful of times in my life that was when i was in taiwan in korea and in japan
2: Right, wow. right, right,
0: <laughs> and well, uh, I, I, um, I'm gonna be honest out here. Let's let's put it out there. AV stores, man. You can't go to Japan as a red blooded male. We man, weren't asking, but okay. We didn't need to know, but you have okay. to enter an AV store. I'm just putting it out there.
2: I don't get it, almost AV store, papi.
1: Uh, and for the benefit you know? of those who don't know what an AV store is, papi, AV I explain. Stores. Paki-explain. Paki-explain
2: kung ano yung AV. AV. A- A- alam natin, alam nila, pero nag-kukunwa rin sila, hindi nila alam. For the sake of those who don't know. <laughs> Ay, yung AV A- ano yan? Quote, unquote, quote, those, those who, who don't, don't know. know.
1: <laughs> uh, yung
0: AV ano yan? Audio video yan. <laughs> <laughs> pero anong klaseng audio, audio video? video. <laughs> yung ano, audio video na may sensor. Ah, <laughs> uh, yung <may> blard. <laughs> oh, dapat malinaw, kasi kung hindi, mulog. Monobu- anyway, uh, AV story, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you wait, know, wait, wait, wait. It's that sugar call did your
2: family know you went inside an AV store? No, they
0: did not know I went <laughs> Now the they store. do! <laughs> Hello,
2: tito. See?
0: Tito, <laughs> tita. know. <tita. laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, it was all in good fun just to see, you know, just out of curiosity, what's there? So, you know, you, you check it out, you see the shelves,
2: and you're like, ah, oh, so that's why there are prices. There's a price range for every product. <laughs> you know what's weird to me? Um, you don't, nowadays you don't have to go to stores like that because that's you, why we have the internet. Exactly, exactly. You get that shit for free. And then yeah, you, you you show that money. I I, I guess for the experience, but to me science science pera. It's
0: funny how the Japanese as a culture they're just very very repressed and you see that in how sexualized a lot of things are in Japan.
2: Japan is really just fucked up, man. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say they're
0: fucked no, up. No, just, no, no, very, no, no.
2: Japan are. is fucked up. It's fucked up. Not just about the sex and you know, have you seen their horror movies and shit? I don't know. Have you seen what passes for anime nowadays?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: I, like, I tell you, like, even innocent anime is hyper sexualized over there. So, yeah, I, I can tell what you mean when you say that Japan's a pretty fucked up place. But you have to hand it to the people over there. They are the most respectful culture I've ever met.
2: Yeah, I, I think that the Japanese, out of all the Oriental I don't know, the races we have in Asia, I think they're the nicest people other than us.
0: No, they they're very polite like these are people who would go out of their way to point you in the direction you're supposed to go like even if they have someplace else to be even if you know no yeah
2: no when you ask then they'll help But other than otherwise wala nang pakealamanan i
0: don't know i i guess i haven't received the same amount of sympathy here you're not that's that a foreigner. You're,
1: that's <laughs> because you're not you're not really a foreigner and you just, you're not chinese oh, no, but here's to pass the thing: people for...
0: actually. <laughs> People actually uh, look at me right off the bat and they assume I'm a foreigner. So by default, I'm supposed to actually be be receiving
1: some help or whatever. You
2: don't look anything like a Filipino.
1: You don't look like you're Chinese enough to be really Chinese. No, no, no. But he doesn't
2: look like a Filipino. True that. Stan does not look like a Filipino. Dude, my first
1: day
0: in UP, people actually went up to me and said, Ah, it's so hot here. <laughs> <laughs> These are my blockmates in UP and I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. People are speaking to me in English and I go, poo, ganap. init talaga." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, that's right. tindi ako." So yeah. So, you know, um, I, I've been there. Like, I know how it is to actually be a foreigner in my own country. So, but yeah, we digress. Uh, yeah, you
2: actually I, blended in with the marks in Japan. I did.
0: I did with that NJPW t-shirt. I was supposed to wear it tonight, but it's pa the So, you know, I can't wait to wear it. Probably next week when we record the podcast again. It's going to be a packed show, by the way. Uh, it was a crazy week in wrestling, as always. But this one, crazier than the last one. Of course, because of the Hell in Cell pay-per-view. We're going to talk about that later on in the show. But uh, we also have some kayfabe news that we're proudly bringing back here on the podcast. We're going to talk about Halloween and, of course, our picks of the week. But before we get to all of that, let's recap the things that we liked and didn't like about wrestling. We call this list... Spots and Botches! botches. Alright, let's start off with our first botch. This first thing we're going to bitch about We've talked about this before on the show, but we have to put it out there again because it's happened not once, but twice this week. Babyface is doing heel things. Mm, that's
2: really, really bad. I don't know. It's bad characterization. Uh, first, you got um, The Big Show and Mark Henry. For those who haven't seen Roy yet, hashtag spoiler alert, Mark Henry turns heel for the uh, nth time against Big Show. And it's after Big Show keeps blind tagging Mark Henry, which. Which obviously and understandably pisses uh, Ms. Ark off.
0: Right, blind tagging is such a heel thing to do. We always see heel tag teams do this. And for Big Show, who's supposed to be a face to do this, I found it very, very awkward.
2: Yeah, and I understood uh, Mark Henry. If I were him, I would be pissed at this guy. I, I wasn't even looking to him for a tag, diba. Right? Oh. If I was looking, okay, lang yung blind tag. Pero kung, kung wala naman ko, okay pa ako, why would you tag yourself in behind my back?
0: Like I think it conveys a lack of trust on the part of Big Show as a partner, and yet big show's supposed to
1: be the sympathetic good guy here and you you have to give them credit I mean they've been playing up this whole Mark Henry Big Show team for how many how many weeks now uh,
2: a couple of months couple I of think, months a yeah. couple
1: of months, and it's just not i mean it wasn't catching on much, and you could you didn't really feel like they were a tag team because of all the individual matches and lines that they did have. No, the way I saw
0: it, it was more of will they or won't they? Will they have a heel turn? It was a matter of when and not if. And um, I was expecting that Mark Henry would turn heel. Because he was the angrier dude from the Rusev storyline. But for them to have done it like this, where it was Big Show was doing more of the dickish things and Mark Henry, kind of weird. Uh, We haven't mentioned the Usos. They did Twin Magic again. And I've bitched about this before. And I'm bitching about it again. Why? (laughs) Why is it okay for the Usos to do this? They're not even supposed to be written like
2: this. JBL said it best on commentary. He said that the Usos were cheating on national television, which they did. Which they were. if I were a parent uh, you know supervising my kid as he watched Raw as he or she watched Raw I would say don't don't copy the Usos because they just cheated to win parang, come on guys
0: but but it, Eddie Guerrero diba, na, Yeah yeah yeah, yeah
2: exactly um if it were Los Guerreros that uh, they, at least they ha- were man enough to acknowledge the fact that they cheated in, out in the open
0: yeah, but, you know, the Usos, they were like, parang, you know, they, they had this like sneaky, may sneaky." Parang, oh, I didn't see that face. Parang, I,
1: I, I just found it so annoying.
0: Like if if, I, I, if they're going to do something like that, they might as well
2: be the bad guys, but they're not. You and know they never things? will be at this rate. Yeah, you know what's funny? The Usos, you can tell them apart. So their face paint is on different sides of their faces. That's right. That's but, true. That's another thing that's kind of stupid. That's beside the point. <laughs> hmm
0: Anyway, so there—that's uh, our first botch for this week. Uh, Face is doing heel things. It's not supposed to be that way. Come on, c- come on, WWE. Come consistency,
1: on, creative. consistency, creative.
0: Yes, please. One thing that has been consistent though is Randy Orton's game, and uh, we're, l- let's talk about his promo from the opening segment of Raw, which all of us here on the podcast agree was on fire.
2: I have been saying it for the longest time now. I think that Randy Orton has been taking promo classes from Paul Heyman because he's been doing the—he's uh, the, been enunciating more. On his promos. And that's something that Paul is a master of.
0: Right. He's been mumbling less. And I like his facial expressions. Mm. Like, Randy Orton has always had good facial expressions. But his facial expression game as of late has been top-notch. And these are the subtle things. Like... you notice when, you know, that, that little that little crack in his jaw. That inflection. Yes, that inflection. And the way that his face just scrunches up whenever he wants to say something that he really wants to emphasize. And the way that, na siya, na The last time he, he jumped really vigorously while conducting a promo was probably 2010, 2011. And you could see the vitriol coming out of his promo against Seth Rollins, which I just really appreciated.
1: And to be honest, this is the best of Randy Orton that we've seen in a long time. And
2: I've been saying that um, lately that you need to stop booking Randy Orton as your number one lackey or your number two lackey and start booking him as your number one heel, which they are doing now, finally. And ironically, now people are you know getting behind him and feeling more sympathy towards him. And a Randy Orton face turn is going to happen. It's going to happen. It, it's going to be like the old... Um, 2011-2010 face turn In which he's not Technically the goodest of guys But he's still an asshole But people like him Because he has Better intentions Right So
0: parang anti-hero pa rin siya
2: Yeah in a way He he's, no is actually the best tweener We've had in this generation
0: so, Tweeners yeah. are hard
2: to write But he's, he's the best
0: And the, the way he's being written right now Is actually well done So good job creative Well done Spot for you Yay! (laughs) Next item on our spots and botches list, another well-written face turn. The big guy is back. Ryback's returned. And uh, you know what? I'm I'm just very excited. Um, Of course, initially, I found it pretty odd that Creative was essentially asking us to forget that 2013 and 2014 ever happened. Uh, The heel turn uh, with John Cena and all that, his his tag team with Curtis Axel. But uh, for some reason, it was just really refreshing to see Ryback use Feed Me More again do the meat hook clothesline, get that move over, get shell-shocked over. And the way he rationalized it at backstage fallout or at raw fallout was something that made sense.
2: Oh, so I think that um, other than the promo, um, people loved to see Roy back, back because it it kind of is telling of how shallow the mid card is uh, over the past couple of months. It's been really bad lately. And um, we get the fact that we get a guy back to add to that depth is also really refreshing. A guy we haven't seen in a while.
0: Right, and uh, a a guy that we have we have sorely missed. Um, it, I guess it did help. It did help Ryback Kai papad you know um, guys like Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns went down because it kind of creates some room, diba at some point magsasawa tayo seeing just Seamus and Dolph Ziggler being the midcard faces. We haven't seen where Big E and friends are you know, supposed to like shape up in this in this whole universe. So having Ryback back uh, actually does wonders for the midcard scene right now.
1: Yes, it does, and it's refreshing to see that. Ryback, I mean, of all guys is getting over again I mean, for the longest time, he was so dull with Curtis Axel as a tag team, and never really did much in that tag team I mean, they never really contended for a tag team championship, they never really did much in that aspect, and now well, he's getting over again. You know what? I'd actually disagree. I thought that the ryback team was pretty
2: good. Like, it was good, yeah. No, it, was, it was good. It was good for him. It was good for him. It hid his flaws.
1: It hid Axel's flaws then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it hit both of their flaws. But then at the end of the day, they never really made an impact the way that you would think two ex-Paul Heyman guys would be making it. Yeah, I think
2: it's a novelty now because people want to see something new. And Ryback coming back is a new thing. Right, And uh, you know what? I think people are now praying or wrestlers are now praying that they get injured so that when they come back, <laughs> they, they actually get the better reaction.
0: Oh, for sure. BNB is going to get that when he comes back.
2: But he's mm-hmm. been getting that even before he, he got injured. And I feel bad for Curtis Axel now. Now what? They like, should have... Uh, I would love for them to have a small TV feud. Because uh, it's something that needs to be addressed because you can't just leave Curtis Axel hanging. It's still a continuity thing that you have to tie up. Plus, it's a dick move. Yeah, exactly. Not a dick move, but um, uh, well, it's maybe conclusive. It, it, maybe it is in a way. So maybe that's why um Axel has to come in and say, "Hey, bro, what about me? Are you gonna leave me hanging? What? What now, big guy?"
0: I would think it's a compelling. It's it's a compelling mini feud, you know. Yeah, it's, a, but, yeah. it's
2: not a big feud, but it would really do in on TV because we need new stories on TV, and we need closure for that right Axel storyline. Exactly.
0: Right Next up on the list, let's, uh, let's keep the praises coming. How about Roman Reigns coming back, uh, you know, doing another promo via satellite and not messing up for once? I,
2: I still don't miss him at all. But that promo via satellite was better than, than his first one. Uh, Miles, apart. Miles apart. Miles apart. He figured out what he was doing wrong in the first promo and went back to what he was doing right originally when he was with The Shield.
0: Right, just keeping it concise, making sure that he doesn't beat around the bush. And that's something I noticed in the previous promo. He beat around the bush, he tried to say too much, and then and ended up saying not much at all. And
2: that was him trying to grow past uh, his original limitations. But I guess while you're trying to work around your original limitations, you might as well keep going back to your strengths, Muna, and you know maybe work on it privately.
0: Right, right. So I... Um, I, I... I don't know. I I don't want to say I want to see more because I don't. I want
1: to miss Roman Reigns, you know? Yeah. They've overexposed him here. I mean, it's like we have... How many weeks ago was the first promo? Two weeks. Two weeks ago. Two
2: or three. Two or or three. three. Two or
1: three weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago and then now we're having an update. When is the last time we got the Daniel Bryan update? I mean, we don't have official word. A couple of
2: months ago, I think. A couple of months yeah. ago.
1: And then we we're get We're getting one on, we're getting one on s- spoiler alert. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's spoiler, a spoiler alert. alert. I mean, if you if you check out LOP, you'd probably seen it already.
1: So. I
2: don't yeah. want to I don't think I want to miss Reigns cuz there wasn't much of him in the first place to miss. it. Exactly. But, I'm, okay, I don't miss him, but when he comes back, okay, fine, he has to come back.
1: I think
0: the good thing about missing someone is it makes the return sweeter, you know?
2: Yep. I only want uh the only reason why I would like to have Reigns back is to finally conclude the whole uh, Shield angle. Right, right. And
0: I, I, I want Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns to address why Roman Reigns uh, just set his sights on the championship.
2: But natin All right. cell. All right, All
0: right. Uh, fine. Let's get to our next item on the list. Let's have something to bitch about. Let's bitch about the Divas division.
2: Divas! The Divas championship division. The title scene is fucking messy. It is messier than Titty Master and Renee Young after one night.
0: Good God! God. We did not just go there. Come on,
2: man. We are going to Tumblr levels of (laughs) fantasy booking row. That that is not fantasy booking. You know it's happening. (laughs) You know it's happening. No, we don't.
0: Damn it, John! (laughs) Seriously though, when you take a look at the title picture right now in the Divas Division, who, do, who the fuck do you root for? You have 3 antisocial, crazy bitches.
2: At this point, I think now, by, by association, by, by, by cause and effect, I think Alicia Fox is now offic- unofficially the face here. Because she's the last one Yeah, exactly. Oh okay, we now know that AJ doesn't like working with people. We also now know that Paige is also an antisocial bitch. Who's looking for more friends. Yeah, and f- more friends to leave behind. Oh, and Alicia Fox has been the third party dragged into and left behind.
0: Yeah, but isn't Foxy like crazy on her own as well, throwing tantrums yeah, and shit? Yeah,
2: yeah, but that wasn't, uh, that isn't being played up as much anymore. So now, <sighs> by default, I guess, maybe Alicia Fox is the unofficial face. Good God. And where does that leave the rest of the division? I don't know. And if if AJ is supposed to be the face here, I don't know how to cheer for her. Look, I love
0: AJ as much as the next guy, but I can't seem to root for her anymore every time she comes out just because I have no idea what her motivations are.
2: But okay, uh, I think, um, you know, to maybe shine a light in this very, very sad and dark situation, maybe... Um, I think it would be okay for Alicia Fox to be the face, because she's an underrated talent, in ring talent, true. that needs to shine a bit. And maybe this might be the small push that she needs to to help liven up the Divas title scene.
0: Let's talk about Brie and Nikki for a little bit, just because, you know, if you compare Brie and Nikki's story to AJ Page and Foxy, at least to Brie Nikki's storyline, there's a clear-cut good guy and a clear-cut bad guy.
2: Yes, Nikki is a good guy. <laughs> 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 right? Yeah, but of course, you're rooting titty for Titty Bella. Bella. No, not just not just that, not not just because she's Titty Bella, but you know, we, we've have talked about this before. Yeah, na, we have, na, yeah we Nikki have. has made good points in her in her you know when as she was building up the feud.
0: But I like what they're doing na uh, parang pinapaawa nira tayo kay Brie. Yeah, that's
2: true. Because Brie's being
0: mistreated right now. Like, yeah,
2: she uh, is. Yeah,
0: you know, In a like, major way.
2: In a major way. Yeah, like
0: uh, to be your sister's bitch for the next 30 days, to have smoothies, get showered on you. naman talaga. And I've said this before on the podcast when you look at the way that Brie and Nikki are physically packaged. It's Physically, pretty accurate. No, no, no it's pretty <laughs> accurate. You, you better hear me out. But Nikki is <laughs> the one with the Titty plastic <laughs> surgery. She's the one with the titties. She's the one who's got the cleavage and all that. And Bree's the one who looks more natural. i a farm girl.
2: It's pretty so much...
1: Farm girl? It's,
2: no, it's pretty much John and Daniel Bryan.
1: Actually, Actually, pretty much.
2: Yeah. yeah, John is the big jack guy and Daniel Bryan is the, the normal looking farm dude. Farm boy. Farm boy, yeah, probably. Pretty flannel much flannel really helps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And the beard, and the beard.
2: And the beard, yeah. And but the beard. Yeah, Bree's been coming out to flannel now. Oh, yeah, true. You need Mode, puppy. Exactly. Ah, uh, Mode is that
0: song. I hate that song, man. We can oh, shit on God. that again. It's a year end theme yeah, song. The year
2: end theme song recap. Wait for that.
0: All right. Uh, all right. Let's go to the double main event of Raw, which is actually pretty interesting. Um, you, you got Ziggler and Kane, and you had Cena and Rollins. Overall, this is a spot because uh, I think. Um, the last time we had a very, very good series of matches on Raw was like two weeks ago when we, when we had that triple header yep. in, in the uh, second hour. But now you had you know, Dolph Ziggler versus Kane and Cena versus Rawlins, which all stems from the whole Team Authority versus Team Cena storyline that they're developing right now.
2: Yeah, and well, first of all, those two matches were good matches, um, good back and forth matches. Maybe not the best uh, idea storyline-wise, but good, you know, good wrestling forgives all.
0: Yeah, it, it does uh, Cena-Rollins went like 20 plus minutes
2: Yeah, and I on so roll. So did Kane and Ziggler they, I think they went around 15
0: Yeah, um, of course The Ziggler-Kane match Had a definitive ending And Cena-Rollins Was, uh, was a dusty finish yeah,
2: not, no, not, not, not was not a dusty thing. No. Sorry, no.
0: uh, it was a DQ finish. It DQ was a DQ
2: finish, finish and everyone came out to have a huge-ass West Side Story brawl.
0: Which I will <laughs> always approve of just because of
2: fantasy points. Yeah, <laughs> no, but uh, it, in the end, it's fun but it's also kind of weird. Why, uh, why did this have to happen? It, why this did the locker
1: room have to empty?
2: Yeah, this isn't January. We aren't heading to the Royal Rumble yet.
0: But I okay, guess uh? they wanted to show that people are taking sides.
2: I guess I I was actually hoping That everyone would just come out And side against the authority Because they're just Major jackasses I don't Uh, know
0: I would have expected that From Golden Stardust Because they've had their issues With the authority But uh, seeing as they're the heels Right now I think the logical thing uh, According to Creative Would be that they would Side with the authority Uh,
2: I guess yeah But I I don't know Now what's gonna happen Was it to prove To both teams That these guys I mean That they are they deserve to be on the teams? Is that is that the whole uh, rationale behind that?
0: The way I saw it was, it was more of people just staking staking their claim to a side. Like, they were just picking a side.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. To prove the fact that... They're, they're drawing to lines in the sand.
0: Yeah, not necessarily, not you know, like, pick me, pick me, more of this is where I stand.
2: But in a way, isn't that like kind of advertising yourself to both teams?
0: I don't know, because like... Oh, uh, like personality-wise, I think there are some people who would pick a side but not necessarily want to be in the fray. Okay. okay, So you know that, that's the way I see it. But I, I, I don't know about you guys.
1: And then this is all with the lead-up into Survivor
2: Series. That's right,
0: which is the next item on our list. Traditional Survivor Series match that actually matters.
2: And in the main event.
0: And in the main event, that's right. Because I, I, I don't think Team Cena versus Team Authority will be in the undercard.
2: No way. No, no, way. Way, no there, way. There is no championship match, which is a good thing. Another good thing on this whole uh, absent WWE champion is really working wonders for for creative. Because they're now being forced to book more unusual... Yeah, yeah, creatively. <laughs> they thank you.
0: You know, the last time we've had a traditional Survivor Series match that actually mattered it was 2005 when you had Team Raw versus Team SmackDown.
2: I still think it's 2004. <laughs> As,
0: all right. T- uh, 2004, just a quick recap. That was... Edge, Edge Triple H uh, Snitsky Yeah I believe it was Snitsky And Sini fourth?
2: Shelton I think
0: No not I no 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 Shelton, Shelton was, was in the
2: other team uh, Was it Randy? No oh, no no Randy was also in the other team but, uh, no, Batista uh,
0: Yeah I think Had it was Batista. Batista Right against the team of Maven of all people Chris Jericho Chris Benoit
2: And, and Randy. Randy Orton
0: Right and on uh, Shelton no, no no It was four <laughs> no, no, no. Pate four versus four you Are you sure? Four versus yeah, four you yeah. yeah. Four versus four. because say what was up for grabs was control of RAW for a month, four right. weeks worth. Every guy gets to be GM for a week. And that's something big,
2: man. It was controlling the show. Yeah. You know? and,
1: and considering at the time the way that they were booking RAW and SmackDown,
2: it yeah, like it bad. was so much fun.
1: Right.
0: You, fun. Need, you need time now when, uh, when, when the good guys won, they either booked themselves in a the title shots or in Jericho's case, wanted everyone to get laid. Well, so
2: it? Was meaningful because uh, afterward, after, in the years after that, it would just you know throw, throw together. Away. Throw together people matches. who were who were feuding against each other and you know face team versus heel team full of people who were just yeah
0: you know, feuding with each other i don't know i i would still think that the raw versus smackdown dynamic for five was after pretty that, meaningful after that. After that. I, I mean after that, after that
2: after that we've had
1: we've had weird legends versus current heel matches we've had the spirit squad of all people versus who was it against? The Legends. Legends. Yeah, the oh, yeah, Legends. Yeah, okay. yeah, then,
2: no, yeah. you basically in template. It was a um, face team versus, versus a, a heel team. team. And just put together people who were feuding against each other. But just
0: last year, you had Team Shield and Real Americans versus the faces they were up against. Yeah, but, but um, come on. Yo. So, Survivor
1: Series is a lot better uh, than that.
2: Um, the, the six man tags that were happening uh, over the past month was a smaller version of what was going on at Survivor Series uh, for the past couple, uh, past few years.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I think it really diluted the gravitas of Survivor Series as as a as a classic match. Yo, yeah.
2: Survivor Series was dead. F- for the for past the 8 stars. years
0: Sayang Sayang And I like how They're kind Seven of reviving years. it now And you know um, I, I, I don't know if this is a pattern na parang, you know, Like me being a purist Like I just see I just see a match type And I think that Just the highest of feuds Should be reserved for it Like when we had that discussion About the cell And now we're talking about Survivor Series I don't know if it's a good thing From a fan standpoint Now you have that Purist point of view
2: It's good It's good Because uh, actually Survivor Series Was the first themed pay-per-view That Isn't the Royal Rumble, and it was yeah. Isn't WrestleMania? It was the first themed pay per view that forced a big match on people, no matter how how far along in their fuse they were.
0: Right, right. Right? So yeah, I guess. But uh, but,
2: you know. Back in the Ruthless Aggression era, they did a good job of building up two Survivor Series and making that the culmination of a feud.
0: Right, you had Team WWF versus Team Alliance. That was one of the big Survivor Series matches from uh, the Attitude era. And Team
2: Eric Bischoff versus Team Austin.
0: Dude, my favorite Survivor Survivor Series Series match match of all time. So, yeah, um, I'm excited for this. I, I'm really legitimately pumped for Team and, and you
2: know what I really authority. love about the build-up, the, build the lead-up to Survivor Series, is the whole process of team captains looking for team members. Amen. And going around, the, going around the locker rooms, the rosters, just looking for people who would be on their team. But obviously, there's no problem with that for the Authority. But now that, Cena, um, now that the Authority is looking uh, to hurt people who even think of joining Team Cena. Like Dolph Ziggler. Cena has a big problem now, and that, that's kind of a challenge for him. And I like that little challenge bit, that challenge aspect, the, the whole hunting aspect.
0: Kind of like when Steve Austin was looking for people to be on his team. Yeah. I don't know when he was trying to court Shawn Michaels right. to say yes.
2: The, the drama of that build up, of, that, um, the, of those plot devices, those plot points. Really build up well the, the Survivor Series match.
0: You want to do a little fantasy booking here, just really quick, as an aside. Like, who would be on Team Cena and who would be on Team Authority? Anyway, just si- for the sake of a blueprint, <laughs> Gamitin natin blueprint Austin
2: Bischoff? Yung joke? Yung
0: it doesn't matter. You know, let's just put it out there. <laughs> okay. Fantasy okay. booking is fantasy booking.
2: Mine is Team Cena, it's John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, Zack Ryder, Brad Maddox, and Fandango. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because those are the only guys who would want to have anything to do with Cena.
0: Why would Zack Ryder want to have anything to do with John Cena
1: after what happened to again. him? <laughs> really? I think I think Eastman. What did he go through with Kane? He was yeah choke slam, yeah. choke slam through the. I'm sure he doesn't blame John.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure he doesn't blame right? John. <laughs> no, but uh... Rad Maddox has something against the Authority. Yes, they he does. Yes, him. he does.
0: Yeah, he does. And, and
2: Finn been... just wants a job. <laughs>
1: No, he just wants to be remembered.
2: <laughs> right. And hey,
1: Brad Maddox has been back.
2: Yeah, yeah. He escaped he just from came the back. cave in Mexico. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I, I
0: would actually put the Usos on Team Cena. No,
2: no, no, no. My, my real Team Cena is uh, John, Dolph, maybe Roman if he's back. And Randy. The Usos. All oh, right, yeah. And Randy, Randy, Randy Orton. Randy Can Orton has Orton to be has on the face, face team. I
0: think Randy Orton will be like the Shawn Michaels from 2003. He'll yeah. be that Shawn Michaels role of that big star who finally says yes.
2: The Balimbing, right? the Balimbing. And you know limbing I mean Parang, he was you know, he never knew which side he was gonna be on, but obviously since he was the face then, you know, in the end he was gonna choose uh, Steve, right? Yeah. What if Randy RKOs like John Cena from out of nowhere in the
0: match? Right? What, what if no, he just RKOs after.
2: everyone? Yeah, and yeah. he's probably gonna RKO everyone after the match, Stone Cold style. Just for fun.
1: Yeah. Just for shits and giggles.
0: And, uh, team team authority obviously you have Kane, you have Rollins. Um, I Triple would Triple H if out... he really wants to.
2: Yeah.
1: I would mark
0: out for Noble and Mercury to come out of retirement. For sure, they're oh, going to be, be, be in the match. No
2: doubt fun. they will be in the match.
0: You know, or, or have it's Finley come while. back. Dude, have Finley come back. Pat
1: Patterson for all
0: you. No. Heard. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no Pat Patterson. <laughs> Finley, Noble, Mercury, Kane, and Rollins. I think that would be a good five-man no, lineup But it's not going to be
2: Finley. It's probably going to be Hunter. Hunter. Hunter's going to lead the team. F- shit shit no that, no no that that would,
1: that would be fun that yeah. would be fun i mean he hasn't wrestled in a while his last appearance was wrestlemania right
2: no no no, no. Not, WrestleMania. not wrestlemania uh payback payback payback,
1: payback. payback. evolution, payback. Versus,
2: evolution the versus the shield
0: yeah all right uh are we good fantasy booking we we're good? good we're good all right okay next item on the list how well do you know your bro technically it's not from this week
2: it's from last, last week's, week's main, main event. event
0: yeah how well do you know your bro okay right off the bat i found it pretty entertaining like nataw ako
2: but <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible because you it know me so I, yeah i've i've had a problem with how the Stardust uh, the dust brothers and the usos feud has been booked so far and to even present this as a viable as as their attempt at a viable segment segment to build up to the title match is pathetic because these four guys are good at what they do and they deserve a lot better
0: yeah, I guess na na in terms of the urgency. this is a fucking title match. I mean, leading up yo, what
2: about that first of all, that Are the Dust Brothers supposed to be comedic or what? Are they supposed to be weird in a in a funny way or weird in a really intense, uh, bizarre way? What's I, the deal here?
0: You know what we've never seen out of this feud between the Usos and the Dust Brothers? We never saw singles matches between all four guys.
2: Exactly. No, that was that happened before when uh, before Night of Champions, but not after.
0: Yeah, which is weird because I would have appreciated that. You have four guys. Imagine the combinations if you apply like permutations and shit
1: from la- math. It was always... A la- it, was
2: also, oh, no. oh, it was lazy booking all throughout. And yes. It was just terrible.
1: And then we got into the six-man tag, the lazy booking. Oh, yeah. Very lazy. Which booking. we've bitched about on previous episodes of this podcast. Okay. Um,
0: how about we talk about Cesaro this time? Because uh, right now, oh, I don't know if you've noticed, but Cesaro, um, his character is actually being mismanaged right now to a degree, and i'm I'm saying this with a, I'm saying this with a grain of salt because obviously we're speculating on things that may have happened uh, behind the scenes,
2: and we're trying to be optimistic then because we, I well, I particularly hope that uh, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't become unsatisfied, dissatisfied, and quit because he's had a history of quitting the company. Uh, before he was signed to a developmental deal, which didn't really pan out because he quit premature. I I can't blame him,
0: though, if he's uh, dissatisfied right now. Because if you look at the characters uh, booking lately, he lost clean to Dolph to zip in the best two out of three falls. And then uh, on Raw, he never even got to defend himself against Dean Ambrose, who just demolished him.
2: There's actually this theory going around that they're giving him the Dino Bryan treatment from last year, Uh that they're... That they're intentionally shafting him um, in a meta way, right? To drum up even more support for the eventual face turn. So my sympathy factor. Ganun. but it, I just hope for that. It's well, it's a theory that I hope is for real. Because I don't want him to be dissatisfied. Because I want him to keep going on. I want him to keep hoping that there's something for him eventually. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to leave. Because it's going to be a huge blow if they let him go. He's one of the more over superstars on the roster, and it's gonna be. But they're gonna. They're never gonna hear the end of it.
1: The thing with Cesaro is Cesaro is technically the best on the roster when it comes to pure ability. And the thing is, we don't have, we don't have enough guys like him that can be pushed as legitimate main eventers at this point, outside of say the Shield guys and him. And we see in Cesaro something that's unique. He has. An incredible moveset He has I mean We all know how good he is he's versatile And he's versatile He can be the heel He can be the good guy He can be Anything at this point And they just haven't Really developed him yet
2: He's just that damn good He is that damn good I just hope that um, He doesn't You know He doesn't blow up too much His head doesn't blow up too much And think that he deserves Better than this That makes him quit I just hope that he sticks around
1: Even if they shove him Back down on NXT He will be amazing
0: you know, speaking of Cesaro's head, did anyone notice how he looked like Pero Antich when he came out this oh, week? Oh the
1: beard. The beard is beautiful. And the clean shaven it is head so
0: beautiful. Clean shaven head plus the beard. Pero fucking Antich.
1: <laughs> and the NBA is back this week.
0: In the NBA in other news. obviously the NBA is back this week, which, which is why, you know, I'm I'm all in basketball mode. Um Right, let's round off our spots and botches list with the Hell in a Cell kickoff, which if you haven't seen yet, uh, go, go check worth it out. Worth watching, worth watching. It's not exactly an hour long, because you can actually fast forward through a lot of the parts. But here's what you have to watch out for. You have to watch out for Mizdow TV, which was a whole lot of fun, obviously, because you had Damien Mizdow and the Miz, this, the seeds for the eventual turn just being planted right then and there. And Paul
1: Heyman. Paul Heyman, my God. Oh, that one I saw. My God. Okay. <laughs> He's given, what, five minutes talking time on a pre-show, and he is golden. Absolutely golden. I mean, we all know that Paul Heyman is the best promo man in the WWE right now, and he's just delivering on a pre-show, of all things. He's been legitimately building up the fact that Brock isn't around, and that... When he comes back Oh god We are in such trouble
2: Sorry What I what I loved about The Paul Heyman thing Was his interaction With Booker T Yeah
1: <laughs> Oh god What the hell Is a shucky ducky Quack quack moment
0: <laughs> And I liked how He was acting the part of, This is beneath me But I'm gonna say My piece anyway And I'm gonna limit What I say Because you are beneath me
2: Paul Heyman is not Entertained by Booker T <laughs> Yeah
0: It was nice it, w- it was a good dynamic Between Renee, Riley Booker And uh, Paul Heyman That kickoff Was something worth watching
1: And that's the thing the kickoff is becoming must watch TV at this point. Well, in
2: most cases. It kinda has always been must see TV. Because it's, ha- it's f- in on occasion it's had some of the matches that aren't that don't make it in the card but are solid nonetheless. And Worth they're watching enough kind minutes. of stuff, yeah. yeah. They're so
1: given, they given enough have an minutes. Entire hour, right? They have an entire hour to get to get everything over. Last that last pitch before the show. And it just really does wonders. I mean we don't talk about it a lot but this is a time that the pre-show is such a bi- such a great thing to watch which is funny pay-per-view. which is
0: funny because we were like shitting on it what's worth the
1: it's not worth the hour that we're gonna watch or in our case we're waking up extra early yeah just to watch just so the pre-show it live
0: right right but you know now it's become something that is actually part of the pay-per-view experience so yeah um, are we good with with this list for uh, this yeah. week yeah I am happy. All right, and with that, this is this was the list of things we liked and didn't like from this week in wrestling. This list was spots Spots
1: and and butchers. At this point in the show, we're bringing to you the best news you didn't hear from the dirt sheets. This is breaking kayfabe news. This week's breaking kayfabe news update is brought to you by Reeves Catering, feeding you more. And Levesque, Jacobs and Lopez Investments. Don't sell out, buy in.
0: Excuse me, people. A report published this week in a prestigious academic journal asserts the surprising conclusion that at least 97% of RKOs actually come out of somewhere with a 3% margin of error. The report, published in this month's Harvard Review of Ambush Grappling, provides evidence to suggest that professional wrestler Randy Orton always delivers his signature RKO maneuver from a well-defined starting point. Based on the careful observation of more than 1,000 RKOs, the author's of the study further conclude that Orton's opponents are typically aware of Orton's presence before the RKO because Orton frequently flops belly first onto the mat and pounds his fists a few times before striking. Even in the recent spate of viral videos popularized on YouTube and Vine, Orton can clearly be seen approaching his apparent victims from one location or another. We conclude that RKOs always have a point and time of origin, writes lead author Professor Kendrick Greenbaum, a renowned sports entertainmentologist. WWE commentator Michael Cole admitted he was surprised by the study's conclusions, but later referred to it as Vintage Harvard. Randy Orton, meanwhile, is reportedly working on a new variation of his signature move called the RKO Out Elsewhere.
1: And that has been this week's breaking KFAB News Update.
0: It's main event time here on uh, this episode of the SGP Podcast, and we can't get into the main event of the podcast without talking about Hell in a Cell, which was pretty much the big event of wrestling this week. So let's run down the card really quickly before we dissect every match that happened. You had the uh, pre-show match between Mark Henry and Bo Dallas squash match, Mark Henry winning over Bo Dallas. Dolph Ziggler beating Cesaro to zip. In the opening match of the card uh, In their uh, Intercontinental Championship match the, the two out of three falls match of course uh, that, um, yeah, With Dolph winning two zip Nikki Bella defeating Brie Bella Thus making Brie the personal assistant to Nikki Bella For the next 30 days You also had Goldust and Stardust retaining against the Usos Cena defeating Randy Orton in the Hell in a Cell match Which makes him the number one contender again against Brock Lesnar You also had Sheamus defeating The Miz For the United States Championship to retain Rusev uh, making Big Show tap out. You also had AJ versus Page, which uh, I'm excited to talk about this one, sarcastically. And, of course, uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Dean Ambrose going at it in the main event with Seth Rollins coming out on top. All right, boys. Let's talk about Mark Henry and Bo Dallas really quickly because the match was very quick. Uh, It was a squash match. Bo Dallas barely got any offense in, but I liked what he did at the end where he gave this little spiel about how Mark Henry supposedly cheated And how in the book of life Bo Dallas is still a winner
1: With this match I feel that We're not giving Bo Dallas Enough time to do things In the ring But his post-ring stuff Is still golden Absolutely golden I mean As as this dickish character He's just having a, He's just so much fun to watch I like how you're a Bo Lever as well Because I know Roe is not a Bo Lever <laughs>
2: Not that I'm not a believer. I'm entertained by the character, but it's more of he just needs to progress. And he has been, to his credit, progressing uh slowly but surely. And as you know, as Raf said that um he does need more time to showcase or to, you know, get more experience in the ring. Yeah, because like when he was
1: down at NXT, he was the one of the longest reigning champions as the NXT champion and he was he had
2: great matches in NXT and he's had some decent matches and, on the main roster lately true and that, I true think that. that he has some room to grow. By the All
0: right. Uh I guess that does it for uh, Mark Henry Bo Dallas. Let's talk about the opening match in the main card. Dolph Ziggler versus Cesaro, two out of three falls for the Intercontinental Championship with Dolph Ziggler beating Cesaro to zip. This was very
2: surprising, honestly. Or as the British would say, 2 nil. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was surprising. Um, but it was such a good match that, again, good wrestling forgives all sins.
0: But I think this is also the part where, in theory, but that's when people started bringing it
2: up. Maybe, yeah. It's possible. that, But I'll uh, say, it wasn't, again, it wasn't that bad for me. Because Cesaro didn't look weak in the loss at all. He never looked weak. Uh, maybe um, he was taken, He was not even in the first fall, he was just taken by surprise. And that happens to everyone.
0: Yeah, it does. Especially in a two out of three falls match. But I think, uh, and this is something that, that, that uh, Raf and I agreed on uh, before we actually click record. You have a stigma in your head whenever you have a two out of three falls match.
1: So the theory always has been that you're always going to have the trade-off that one guy wins the first fall and then the next guy will win the second fall and then you have the decisive fall and it comes one to two. But the booking here really just worked out because now we have that surprise element for the next two out of three falls match that happens where it becomes unpredictable again.
2: Yeah, yeah, that didn't become predictable at all. Maybe that's something that is subtly good about this uh, match because if... Cesaro wasn't really gonna win then okay play the, play the play the he, the he wrestled his ass off and that's good enough for me at least he wasn't squashed
1: yeah and the thing is the 2 out of 3 falls match really showcased the fact that Cesaro is the best right now no, yeah. Make,
0: uh, make no mistake. I'm actually looking up right now. Yung, uh, yung the last two out of three falls match that I remember on a big pay per view, which was uh, Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan.
1: Ooh, that was a good one. It was actually that was a good one. Yeah, it did, no, it the
2: last two out of three falls was a couple of pay per views ago. Usos versus the Wyatt family.
0: Ah, that's oh yeah, right. that's right. That's Where right. they that also traded falls.
2: Trade. Yeah, and that was more that was the more even predictable. More
0: yeah. Right. They also traded falls in Sheamus Daniel Bryan. That was Sheamus dramatic. They Bryan.
2: had, um, yeah, yes, yeah, that's true, that's true.
0: Yeah, just to validate the point, you know, yeah. we've been so used to seeing these competitors trade falls and then have that decisive win. It was very surprising. Nah, Ziggler 2-0 but yeah, um, I, I guess uh, let, let's wait and see, and let's let's hope for the best for Cesaro. Next match: Nikki Bella versus Brie Bella. Um, Titi Bella. Titi Bella wins. I like that Nikki Bella won.
2: So did I. So did I. It was a, it was the right move. Um, there would have been a bit. There, were, there would have been a bit of um, awkwardness coming out of the fact if, it, if if Brie won, it would have been awkward that um, he she would have made Nikki her slave. Yeah, so to say it
0: wouldn't day. be compelling.
2: Yeah, thirty thirty days a slave. Thirty days a
0: slave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it would fall along the the complaints we had about Big Show and the Usos, Kanina, in which that they would do some healish stuff and still be expected to. Uh, to be received as faces.
0: I'm kind of reminded now of JBL and Shawn Michaels from early 2008. Mm-hmm. Like, parang that, it, this storyline now between Nikki and Breeze gives me uh, those vibes. My question is whether or not we'll actually get a big payoff. Like, I'm really hoping that... Na- for one of two things one of two things and I'm good now one we get a big payoff where Brie finally gets uh, her revenge against Nikki or second that John Cena and Daniel Bryan insert themselves magically I don't think
2: it's gonna happen that's not gonna happen
1: I mean, with the Total Diva storyline again
2: really uh, yeah on, on Raw John isn't still he still isn't acknowledged as uh, boyfriend Nikki's boyfriend boy toy boy twice which,
1: which is
0: weird because <laughs> it's like it's like an open secret
2: by this point. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird, but I mean, uh, wrestling logic and all that. But yeah. I but to go back to the question of having a big payoff, I would like to see that because uh I, I, we haven't mentioned this yet, but uh, it was the the Nikki versus Brie match at How to was a decent, solid wrestling match.
1: It was entertaining. Uh, it was a lot of people,
2: match. Uh, before the show, they wrote it off because they don't like the Bellas. And that's understandable in a way. But and there has I knew... been a
1: lot of bad Bella action. Yeah, maybe. that's
2: true. And their terrible actions, no, uh, that their in-ring skills don't change that fact. But going into this match, I knew that we were going to get a solid match. Because uh, I knew how far they come along uh, as wrestlers.
1: Brie especially.
2: Yeah, Brie especially, and Nikki especially. Because uh, you don't—they're uh, not the biggest divas on the roster. They're, they're no Beth Phoenixes. They're not um, uh, Natalias. They're not Karmas. And, uh, but Nikki is working surprisingly well as a hoss, yeah, as a right. power it wrestler. Yeah, I've actually observed that as well. Yeah, and and to to work like that well given her size, is something to write home about. I, I, and I by know, size, I know, I, you mean... By size, I mean the her body type. Ah. Papi.
0: Sige papi. All right. Hey, you know what?
2: i chay, di ba? da? Yeah. They Technically, uh, relatively, Technically. relatively, they're small compared to, as the, the girls I mentioned earlier, uh Bethenix Italia, Karma.
0: Actually, if you look at them now when they're wrestling... Yeah. If you look at them now, when, while they're wrestling, Nikki actually, look, actually looks bulkier than Brie. Like, if you notice her sign, hips.
2: What's Not your bulk.
0: Her hips, dude. Okay. child hips. hips.
2: So, so Nikki Bella is the and fat her Bella.
0: And her arms. I wouldn't say that she's the fat Bella. The thick she's Bella. She's the
2: bulkier the, Bella.
1: Okay. The thick
2: Bella. The 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 Bella. Can, we, can we say... Of women aside, we're we not... Say no, no, no. I'm just... No, 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 no. no, no, no we are determining... We're, determining
1: where the thickness is.
2: Probably, yeah. No, we're determining their body type.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. God, jeez.
2: No, but seriously, We're yeah. Um, class on this podcast. Uh, I would, I would love to see a, a, a bigger match. A I wouldn't. I don't want. Papi na money. Papi na money. So mature we are.
1: Hashtag heel camus. I don't <laughs> want to put them. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. What okay. a way of co-opting the heel move! Wow, no, wonderful. But
2: seriously, but seriously, but seriously, I would not want to see them inside a cell, but. I would like to see them in a bigger match with a bigger payoff with better wrestling, with more solid wrestling. Because I know they can do it. They have the potential. They just they can need do it. more time. Yeah, yeah. And more experience. And maybe it was the right move to not end this so soon.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean... I, I, know,
2: I know it means it more terrible Bella acting segments.
0: I wish they died
2: in the womb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, again, good wrestling forgives sins.
0: I wish their acting skills died in the womb. Oh,
2: no, no their, their acting skills are dead in the womb <laughs> they All
1: were right. left there in Mother Bella alright uh,
0: let's talk about the tag team match between Golden Stardust and the Usos uh, I know you two aren't a fan of this match I actually am Like I, I pretty much no, enjoyed no, the it's match it's
2: not that I'm not a fan of the match because I know it was good I've, I saw the match it was great but mo yung, I just couldn't keep tuning in I couldn't keep my attention on it because there's a nagging feeling in my head that I've seen this somewhere before. And, and I get you. And it's not
1: just that we've seen it somewhere before. We've seen it somewhere before so many times.
0: And I can't blame you. Now, there's this burnout factor. There's the fatigue. sa akin naman is we've seen it happen so many times that we're not likely to see it again anytime soon. So May- from where I'm coming from, I'm just savoring it for what it's
2: worth. To, to prove to you that I am a fan of the match, it's possible that, you know… Maybe a few months more down the line. Maybe a year after this, I can go back and watch this match and appreciate it. Yeah, but
1: it's but right now where we stand after watching the Dustbusters versus the Usos for the nth time with other two bit players, it's like you don't you don't want to see it anymore. Here's my question now. I mean, where are we going to get another contender? Because right
0: now. It's as if the tag team division is supposedly supposedly deep, but it doesn't appear that way because not everyone is really being built as a likely contender.
2: I don't know either. I honestly don't know. I w- I would love to see Miz and Mizdao go for it.
1: And then lead to the breakup.
2: Yeah, but that would be that would work out for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but who would be the face deba? Right? Who who would be your face tag team? Because oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's true, that's true. If the Usos are out of contention, Diba. Right? having lost again and again I honestly don't know. don't know like Los Matadores is so as much
2: as I love the as much as I love the colones, um, no they way. are not on they that, that no. level
1: right so and slater Gator is nowhere even close to that level
2: maybe maybe they would throw together a, a new team like, but, they, like they did that
1: but show and Henry <laughs> the, it was supposed to have been big
0: show and Mark Henry but we know where that's going now so uh, it's not them so I, I I'm, I'm hoping for
1: a tag team that they could put Together, yeah, I they can't
2: they kind of book themselves in a corner here. They yeah? did,
1: right? and no one's coming up from NXT they...
2: unless the unless Golden Stardust turned face again, which but that would be but weird. That was so yeah, weird. yeah, I know, right? I they mean, they're psychotic, heels.
1: they're psychotic enough, but... and they work well as heels, right? That's yes. true, that's true. They're entertaining heels. So, see, you
0: know. You know. I don't know, uh, what gives Cesaro and Swagger a tag team push again?
2: Uh, oh, we can bring up the Lucha Dragons uh, so soon. So soon. So um, soon. Kalisto's ready. I think he's ready. Kalisto's ready. Sin-, okay. Sin Cara needs a-, a new push on the on the main, on the main roster. show.
1: For those of you who don't watch NXT, the Lucha Dragons are actually the current tag team champions and they have recently dethroned The Ascension.
2: At this point though, is there anyone out there who doesn't watch NXT? I don't know
1: <laughs> For those of you who don't Start watching You have yeah, to
2: You are
0: missing Half your wrestling life
2: Yeah that's right, that's right. It's, a, but, m- it's one of the most must, must watch shows Of the wrestling week Of the WWE week Well the question is Is it too soon To
1: bring up the Ascension? The yeah good they're guys gonna be there? heels eh What if they're Dickish Monsters Who just You know Run through them without any characterization at all
0: if the rumors are true that they're, that they're being brought up alongside Bray Wyatt then there's no way
2: in hell they're, they're gonna, gonna be, be good faces.
1: guys no way but it would be fun to watch them destroy the dust Brothers. you know
2: what's really a huge long shot but what I would love to see Enzo and Big Cass oh. Oh. going
0: up oh. realest guys in the room realest
2: guys in the room
1: insert something here
2: why not yeah, <laughs> you you need something to get them and I would say that There's a spot In the tag team division
1: There is There but, is a spot But my feeling is Enzo's a little too far off That's Wrestling true. wise That's,
2: that, Not the so bad But not he's so not bad, Spectacular but, yeah. but the character
0: though The character would just get over okay,
2: so, so, yeah. so we don't know How to fix The tag team division problem And maybe uh, The WWE Has to give us Something new In the coming weeks guess I so. Guess.
1: guess so As long as it doesn't mean Bringing up The new age outlaws again but they were all right. They were all right, but not us in the championship picture.
0: Please no. I think they served their role well, naman. I mean, even even with that limited championship run, I thought it was okay.
2: You know, I, going back to Miz and Miz now, I think they're over enough to move past or to to rise above their heel characterization, their heel alignment for this one feud lang with uh, the Dustbusters. Yeah, I so think like, I think they're over enough for it. Like MVP and Matt Hardy. From two thousand six or seven, not, not, quite, not, not, quite, not quite, not quite, but puede. I think I think it's possible to. Uh, people love Miz now, and by association, they kind of. Well, like not not as much, but they they, they probably sim- should like the Miz by association. Ha, si Miz. Yeah, yeah, Me and and. I think they, I think they really can transcend the the alignment for a while. Uh, nay, that
0: works. That works for me. Now uh, let's talk about Cena and Orton this time uh, in that Hell in a Cell match. Um, We have differing opinions on the result.
2: Yeah, well, for one thing, I wanted Orton to win and have the shot against Leicester. Everyone knows that.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this before, uh, both on, on social media and on the podcast. But the way I see it, I'm actually okay with John Cena winning. Yeah,
1: yeah, it right, yeah,
2: it gets him his third shot. It gets him his third shot
0: at Lesnar. Right. Nagkulang parin in that, in that Cena Lesnar story. And I, I, I'm going to say it again. I really wanted the story to culminate, culminate inside the cell. But since we're not getting that, I'm getting the next best thing, which is Cena still getting that third chapter in his saga with Brock Lesnar. I but guess, the thing is, at yeah. this
1: point, does Cena deserve that third chapter? Nobody I think knows. he does. Because he never got that decisive finish.
2: Yeah, if we go by that, yes, he deserves it. But. In the bigger but picture... serve it
1: over Orton? That's the thing. Yeah. I
2: don't know.
0: I I would think he does because he still has unfinished business. But, 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 I will argue also... I I can take the counter-argument that Randy Orton never got his rematch, his one-on-one rematch, when he lost a championship to Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. He never got that. So both of them legitimately have a claim, which is why I was okay eventually with the Hell in a Cell match. Because... Um, it's a good it's a good story when you take a look at uh, the, the whole end of the rivalry shtick, and when you take a look at the fact that they both have a legit claim to Brock Lesnar. But here's the thing: um, I think most urgent, That in John Cena has to finish his business with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar over Randy Orton asserting his claim. Because right now, he he can still fuck with Seth Rollins. Right. Like whether or not he's the number one contender, the Seth Rollins story is there. Seth Rollins will continue to be a thorn in his side. So I think it's a good. It, it's a good way to distract Randy Orton in the meantime while he's out of the title picture.
2: Now, like I said, if we're going by that, then yes, it's okay for John Cena to get his uh, third shot at Brock Lesnar. But in the bigger picture, nobody really wants to see him. But okay, fine. It's fine because I'm also okay with the fact that Orton gets to feud with Rollins because it's a feud I want to see.
1: True that. That, that's, True that. That's for
2: me. That's for me. Oh, fine. Um, it's not so bad. That's, the consolation prize isn't so bad.
1: Okay. Now, just to pose the question, when do we see this match happen?
2: Whenever Brock decides to, ha- to show up. I'm okay with it uh, happening at the Royal Rumble, honestly.
1: Royal Rumble. Okay. Wait, so we're going to get two more so pay-per-views get... after, so after Survivor Series. It's fun. After Survivor Series, we have... What they were... do we have? What do we have after Survivor Series? TLC. TLC. TLC and, and what the was the Rumble. Okay. So, leading into this, it's... Logic does dictate it has to be another big match Type yeah. atmosphere And they're not going to put it on TLC No way they're putting it on TLC
0: What are they going to put up for grabs at TLC? Another number one contendership? The, or what? Like, I,
2: I don't even know at this point
1: that's, that's way too down the line
2: Intercontinental Championship
1: Why not? <laughs> Why, really? not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Bring back the prestige <laughs> Seth
2: Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler I'd like De to ba? see that I'd like to see that for the for the championship. But
0: if I'm Seth Rollins, I'm Mr. Fucking Money in the Bank. Why am I going to contend for the Intercontinental Championship?
2: Doesn't matter. Edge had had the championship um, going with into yeah,
0: going uh, that hand
2: January
0: hand. Yeah, but at the time, man. No, uh, back when Edge was competing at the time with the Money in the Bank briefcase, the Intercontinental Championship actually meant something.
2: So what? Um, that 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 isn't a thing that isn't a concern within kayfabe okay right?
0: Yeah. no no it, it's not better if you're gonna position let's say Rollins Ziggler for the IC championship as your main event at TLC parang mas, mas I, I can buy Edge as intercontinental champion against say Chris Jericho from 2005 as a better main event gets mo parang it's not on the same level even though it's for the same prize
2: but Seth and Dean weren't also a te- uh, quote unquote Main event feud on paper.
1: Seth and Dean is a main event feud. I it's mean... not. No, it's, it's, not. Not. Not, it's not. not. Not on, on paper. Not on paper. I mean, to us, to us, it might be, but to the regular casual viewer, when they see it, they're just like,
2: Ooh. "That." Why? Why was it a big coup when when we first found out that John and Randy were doing the middle of the show? Never. Because we didn't. We didn't really think. That they thought Seth and Dean were a main event feud. But this is their
1: first main event, to be technical about it. Like this is their first pay-per-view main event. As single superstars. As single superstars. Right,
0: right. No, I I get that. I understand that. But it's a hell in a cell match. And like and I'm gonna go back to my argument about the cell being reserved for top level feuds or
1: for feuds that have yes, It's a
2: top level feud, but it's not a main event feud. It's not a main event. It's a a good a really, really high upper mid card feud.
1: It's the, it's the closest thing you should get before a main event.
2: Because, uh, by. Because it was vi- a championship match. No, but no, no. no <laughs> not, not
1: just. Not by just. virtue of
2: the fact that Seth and Dean aren't uh, bona fide main eventers yet.
0: Which, ideally, that match that they had at Hell in a Cell would have steered them towards.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But before that, they were not. But and that's the big victory there.
1: But we're jumping the gun here. Yeah, we we're are. Uh,
2: we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, Iña, um. Again, it forces them to try new things uh, with the fact that Brock is absent and the pay-per-views are mostly on the network now.
1: And the main event picture is so thin. Yeah, yeah. so... Um,
2: I, not, if not Rollins-Ziggler, then Orton Rollins, basically. I would buy Orton Rollins. Orton Rollins would be a better main event. Can we agree on that yeah. at least? Yes.
0: Yeah, okay, fine, we can agree on that. Right, uh, Seamus Miz. Seamus Miz for the United States Championship. Uh, of course, uh, you know, Miz Dow was the best to...
2: part
1: of this match.
0: <laughs> Thank you for saying it for me. Yeah, Miz Dow <laughs> was the best part of that match.
2: Uh, well, he is now uh, the best part of any match, really. True
0: that. I
1: would Miz Dow wa- Kam is worth watching.
0: You know, I would have wanted to watch the Miz win the championship from Seamus if only to advance the Miz Miz
1: storyline, like the eventual turn.
2: I think they can do that with another thing with something else yeah. honestly it doesn't
1: have to be for the championship
0: but it's, it's more
2: admirable
1: if
0: they were to fight over the championship because it shows oh, yeah. but in the words of Brian Leo it shows somebody actually aspiring to be something bigger than what they are
2: well they can do that with the tag team championships and then someone or Miz can you know can say that he did all the work but maybe which they played which, off this uh, which I which I said before that uh, Dow is the Kato to <laughs> Mrs. Green Hornet.
0: Right, and Miz has actually been pulling this shit off. Like when he was at, uh, in a tag team with Big Show, and he, it It's exactly the same shit he delivered. And but in it's the more entertaining segment, Good and din, same thing. Now you know I've been doing all the work, and you're my stunt double. So you know we see the seeds being planted. I, I, is like, the best.
2: Yeah, i love double. to. I'd love to see them have a run for the championships first before. Yeah. It, it, it that would build them, uh, build them up a bit more before the fall. Eh?
0: And I guess you can add layers to their story with, you know, with that element. Exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Rusev versus Big Show, Rusev uh winning by submission. You know, I was expecting Mizark to turn heel. Yeah, me too, me too. In that match. Uh,
2: I think we all did. It, it was it was coming from a mile away, but it didn't happen then. It happened the next night. What do you think about that? I don't know. It's it's a tease. Uh people like to be teased, really.
0: Kasi ako parang Dapat na mo lang din The next night you, may, you might as well Have done it At the
1: pay-per-view Well, well It might have been
2: A timing thing At this n- point Not just that It was it didn't make sense For big for Henry To do it On, on Hell in a Cell said technically Big Show didn't do Anything to him But there's whereas no The catalyst. next night Yeah exactly There's a catalyst Whereas the next night big big That's when Big over. Show yeah, yeah exactly That's when Big Show Was being a fuckhead
0: Right, right. Okay, that's something I can get behind.
2: Or a knucklehead.
0: Touche, <laughs> Touche, brother. All right. Um, AJ versus Paige for the Divas Championship. Uh, that was boring.
1: That surprisingly. Was a very boring match. I mean, we've said it before when, when this feud started that this is the feud that we deserve. And to be frank, it has under delivered.
2: There's something wrong with you. You know there's you something wrong. We don't
1: know what it is. No, no no, this point.
2: no, no. You know there's something wrong. When this divas match is not better than the Bella's divas match. Oh, that's right. Diba? That's right. I, I was more invested in the Bella's match.
0: Probably. Oh, sorry, because, sorry, guys. Probably yeah. because of the clear cut division between face and heel in the Bella's feud. Exactly.
2: I know. I know. Um, who to root for?
0: Right. Whereas, it was Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> <I> money. <mean, laughs> we're
1: we're as with AJ Page and, and Foxy, but then I, I really don't know who to root for. I really don't. And as we said earlier, it's hella confusing at this point. Like and
0: all three women are beautiful, but I don't know
2: who to root for. I, I again, I, I think we're supposed to root for Alicia Fox now. <laughs> Honestly.
1: <laughs> oh God! Moving know, on, man. moving on. All right, let's move, move on, on. on. To, yeah, to the main. Sorry, event. G- sorry, sorry, ladies. Guys. Sorry, I mean, ladies. We love Paige.
2: We did crazy chicks, but not we that much. We did
1: crazy <laughs> chicks. We love AJ, but Too God, much of a good was, thing is bad. This was bad. And this was bad.
0: All right. From something bad, let's move on to the main event we never thought we'd get. Seth Rollins defeating Dean Ambrose inside Hell in a Cell. And that defeat, of course, uh, handed the assist to Bray fucking Wyatt,
1: who for, made the wait, return.
2: Before we get, into, before that, we for get real, into Bray. For real, we literally did not know we were going to get it. Yeah, As the main event No one Going into the show Nobody knew If it was going on last
1: Which is what we've been Hoping and praying for For
2: the longest time See Vince It isn't so hard To give the fans What they want
1: And
0: it's actually A good thing When you give the fans Exactly what
2: they want. I hope you do more of this shit now. Please, listen to this podcast, Vince.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> even when the match happened, even when the match happened, I I I don't think we're going to get the match to begin with because they started at the top of the cell. Remember last year's Hell in a Cell? Mm-hmm. CM Punk oh versus Ryback boy. and Paul Heyman. It was pretty much like that as well. Started nah, match... like that. Right.
2: Right. You know, Ryback wasn't the best opponent to have. Uh, Ryback a, wasn't ready cell for match. this. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Which is funny because that was actually Ryback's second cell match. Diba? Right. It was a second Cell match So yeah It's
2: just uh, pretty funny um, But Wait but before they're... anything by I, uh, I saw this meme Going around The internet That Compared Two particular Hell in a Cell matches Okay Okay Dean Ambrose And Seth Rollins Started on top of the Cell Mankind and The Undertaker Started on top of the Cell Okay They fell from the Cell Right Both, both matches Saw Falls from the Cell Right Both matches saw interference from freaky characters. Okay. And we are now officially getting the Attitude Era again. (laughs) In a way. In a way. And people are still complaining about it. The same people who want the Attitude Era back are Are kind of complaining about this match. When this match is basically kind of what happened back then.
1: Patterned after. But not ex- it's not no,
2: copied. Same way. I don't, anyway, let me in. Yeah. Coincidence,
1: I coincidence, think not I'd, It's yeah. probably
2: not a coincidence.
0: Yeah, uh, so let's talk about Bray Wyatt coming back. With
1: holographic way- Bray Wyatt.
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't holographic Bray Wyatt. <laughs> it wasn't
1: a holographic. <laughs> it he was, was there. But yeah, he was there. He was, there, was live in the flesh. Yeah, speculation that was, was so cool. Right, yeah. Right. Speculation I mean, that was, was, it was Sister yeah, Abigail. Yeah, yeah.
2: Holographic Sister Abigail. Still so
0: awesome. I loved it. I loved the still return. So awesome. I still can't figure out for the life of me what the fuck that chant was.
2: Yeah, I was thinking... I'm... Well, people said it was tongues, but I was hoping that it was something you can rewind.
0: Oh, right. It's like yeah. backmasters. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you know, knowing the internet, some, somebody with a lot of time on their hands must have probably worked on it by now.
2: Sana, sana. If, if anyone has a link, please do send it to us.
0: Yeah, tweet us. It's at Stan947, at was and at RoseWar. So, uh, <laughs> let us know. Let us know what that chant was, because like, uh, we're, we're dying to confused. know. We're still confused. It was really good, really freaky... Um, out of nowhere Yeah Out of nowhere And um, I guess Bray White got a reboot of sorts
1: Yeah in a he, way, he did yeah.
0: In a way parang, uh, He got introduced again And he, he can very well be The undertaker of
2: this generation Undertaker 2.0 Right and Which is nice Because it, it's something if, if we're gonna go Well, excuse me for this But I think with Bray We need to go full retard And I don't mean that in that sense I just mean that we have to go all the way Fine. with no, him with, no, with, with, with his brave. supernatural shtick
1: because they have really hampered it up to this point they really haven't announced him as the the freaky guy
2: yeah they've just been playing at it and in a way it's worked yeah. but now that he's he, now he's, he's committing been, to it yeah now that they're you know committing to him having weird Super ass powers. magical powers it's even better it's, it's crazy good it's, he's, he's able to sell it there. What do you think, though, about both Bray
0: Wyatt and Dean Ambrose as guys who don't really give a shit about titles, existing in a universe where it's all supposed to be about grabbing that brass ring?
2: I like well, it. I like it. It's, it's different. They have their like
0: own
1: it. little mini division.
2: No, no, no. not really. Why?
1: I mean, they can they can coexist in this universe, and the thing is. No, well, Bray disagrees with you. Bray disagrees with me, obviously, but the thing is, Bray Bray is a compelling character on his own, no matter what you do. Ambrose is a compelling character on his own. Both these guys going at it is just gonna be fun to watch.
2: It is. I, I would. I would love to see the promos uh, for coming from this feud because Ambrose. What Ambrose is saying was was, was what was supposed to be Jericho.
0: Thank you for bringing Dibas, it up because um, I was about to go into that. Like what you you two just said is what we said back when Jericho White was about to happen, and we were we were so underwhelmed. Like in retrospect, were underwhelmed, right? Indeed, but um. Uh, I'll, I'll give it back. I'll give you the floor back in a bit, but I, I just gotta put it out there that when I was watching Raw and I was watching the back and forth between Wyatt and Ambrose, tangen na Bray Wyatt. Like he was speaking cryptically, but it made sense. It was very much watered down and it was easy to digest. Why Bray Wyatt has a problem with the Dean Ambrose character?
2: Uh, but at, with that, I uh, know with on that regard, I think it was more of they had better chemistry than him and Chris Jericho. True. That's basically it. True.
0: Fine, I, I guess so, I guess so. But I think there's also something to be said about the way that, I guess, his lines were written.
2: Yeah, no, not just that. But, well, it's, it's a result from the, from the story being told. But sure. I, it was easy, It's easier, it seems, to write a story about Bray and Ambrose than it was to write a story about Bray and Jericho, honestly. Okay. okay. I think they're just reaching on that one.
0: You want to address the fact that people are actually crying foul over the finish of the match, like how Bray Wyatt entered, gave Rollins the assist, which means Rollins wins.
2: No, uh, so yeah, I'm, I do. I'm okay with it. Uh, like, I'm okay with it as well.
1: I have, I have nothing bad to say about because it was cool. It was really It was really freaking cool. a cool way. I mean, it's like we haven't seen something like this in a long time, and it just came across as fun. I mean,
2: it did not come across as corny or hokey. It, just, or it was just Yeah, yeah. It was just or, really uh, good. Good, good, freaky spot. Good, freaky fun. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, Like I came out of it saying, "Fucking hell, Bray Wyatt is back!" Like I'm invested in it. You know, like I can't wait to see where this goes. But I... for some people, they feel like Dean Ambrose never got the come up and or not the come up and say, but the satisfaction of revenge
1: that he supposedly deserved, which he can get at WrestleMania. Thank you. Thank that's, you. That's, where that's where it's supposed to happen.
2: Not just that, not just the fact that they can go one on one on a bigger stage.
1: It they also, deserve it.
2: Not just that, you're forgetting it's, someone. It's you're forgetting someone. Ah, see, si Papi Roman, Papi. Papi
1: Roman Damn it, Joe.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's open. It leaves the whole story open for Roman to get involved, which I, is
1: what we want to see. I yeah, mean, I, I, I this, wanted to see. I wanted to see the big
2: time ago. triple threats Shield match at WrestleMania. I, the, can you imagine a story that you can tell with that? Last, just last year. They were together destroying the, the New Age Outlaws and, and Kane. Again. This year they're fighting each other.
0: Yeah, and they all have legitimate gripes against each other. But Seth turned on Dean and Roman. Dean has a gripe against Roman for leaving him hanging and chasing after the championship. And Roman, well, parang kusala no, no,
1: no,
2: Roman, 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 it, Roman, Yeah, Roman has a gripe against uh, Seth.
0: No, what's his gripe against Dean? Nothing. Nothing. Dean will go
2: Dean psycho. Dean will go psycho on will go psycho.
0: That's, that's all you need to say here. Exactly. He'll be on the defensive. And yeah, Roman's got the gripe with Seth for him taking the brunt of the shots when Seth Rollins turned. So, so, so um, moving forward, that's something
2: to really get excited about. And besides, we need new stories to tell. We, we always need new stories to tell. And by not ending... Dean and Seth Right then and there You still leave it open For the continuation Of this good story Because I know A lot of you Want to see more of this I know I do Because this is one of the best Storylines of the year And beca- Well because of Seth and Dean
1: Yeah Basically. And it makes sense right now and For Dean sense. to just Go
0: after Bray Wyatt Because um,
1: it's, a, it's a good distraction Right now Right, yeah, right. it's a
2: detour. And, yeah. It's yeah so, a nice detour. It's a
0: very nice detour. And I was trying to set you up, but uh, I remember you told me this. Uh Dean's got a one track mind personality.
2: Yeah, he but um, he's while well, but um, you, you notice he didn't come out at all when Seth and John and Kane and Ziggler were doing their thing. Right. Because now he's focused on Bray Wyatt. And he's not gonna be on Team Cena because yeah. he's gonna be fighting Bray Wyatt. And Hopefully. Yeah, basically, yeah. Pretty much. Seth, uh, Dean has a one track mind, and it's nice. It's it's a good excuse for him to to focus on Bray Wyatt instead and of resuming, aside. yeah, and and setting the whole Seth thing aside.
0: Right, right. So uh, there you go. That's that's us running down uh, Hell in a Cell for you. Um, overall, it was a good show. It was, it was it was a good show with some results that, of course, leave uh, leave the door open for better stories to be told and newer stories to be told. Oh, but,
2: man, it's not the best show we've seen out of the good shows we've got this year but
1: it's a really good show yeah yeah for sure I mean there's a, nothing there's nothing horrible about this pay-per-view nothing that's you know unforgivable but this is a good one in my book.
2: although it's kind of sad Lang, that the only thing that really stands out is the main event that's pretty much the thing though I, if you I don't know if you noticed
0: yeah. oh yeah no I did I did yeah. like when you say I, Hell in a Cell 2014 you think about 17. and Dean.
2: But the, I guess that's something that, in yeah. that's right? Oh, hold on so that's why I say that. It's not the best show of the good shows we've got this it's year. It's a B. Solid B. Yeah. A solid B. Plus B- not even B+. plus, A Right, B. B. Oh, All yeah, B.
0: B. right. We're about to end uh, episode 30. Can you believe it? We're at episode 30 Woo-hoo! of the SGP podcast. Woo! Milestone. We're about to end it. Uh, and because this week is Halloween week, I got to ask, boys. What are your plans for Halloween? Because uh, just... Uh, uh, a uh, uh, quick briefer on me. I don't celebrate Halloween because I never grew up trick-or-treating.
2: Really? That's so sad. Yeah, it is so sad. Like, so... I've
0: only dressed up for Halloween twice in my whole life.
1: God, Damn, man. that sucks. I, Conservative ne- Chinese families, talaga. I,
0: I've never gone trick-or-treating. No, it's not, not just because of that, <laughs> but because I don't live in a fucking gated community like Bel Air. Right? Oh, God, oh, no. They know shots fired.
1: Shots fired, nigga.
0: And I don't live... I I, I never grew up in the dirty South. Alright, oh, right. fine, hey, fine, yeah. fine. Alright, so so like the people I lived with, I grew up with, they're not conyo. Oh, conyo! Shots fired, bro! So, wala kung concept na trick or treat sa ko, okay? So, so that's why.
2: Yo, pirate, so long cut, you don't trick or treat, bro. <laughs> bro! Bro! But Bro Bro parchong Chong So
0: you know, before you guys before you guys uh, make me envious of your Halloween plants I'm going to put it put this out there I'm excited for the Sasha Grey party on November Are you going, you uh, going I'm going to I'm gonna try to score myself some seats uh, some seats some <laughs> passes seats but seats
1: it's not that wait. kind of
0: show. Yeah buddy
2: And you Fucho
1: Fucho Hands up in the air if you knew what that was.
0: Yeah, but uh, I'm going to try to get myself a pass to the Sasha Gray show. So there, that's the party I'm looking forward to.
1: <laughs> when is it again? Sorry, when is November
0: it? November 13th. It's a Thursday ah, night.
2: Alright, right, right. It's right. awkward. <laughs> so we're recording
1: night. on a Wednesday then.
0: Yeah, if I get to see Sasha Gray, yeah.
2: Alright, alright. And I'm going to a Halloween street party outside El Chupacabra in Makati. Oh, in my shit. tiger mask oh, mask. In my, awesome. Yeah, in your tiger mask because we have to go in a costume. And I'm going to another Halloween party after that.
1: All oh, right. Okay. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. So, if, what about you, bro? Because you're in Makati, I might as well invite you to our party. Where? Um, Turner Recordings is hosting its annual Halloween party at Thai Manila, formerly Government, across a venue. The
2: party uh, starts at okay. 9 p.m.
1: However, if you also want to go, there is another party which is costume only, care of Prod Madness, at Last Home in MC Home Depot Ortigas. That's so
2: far, bro, Makati to Ortigas. The thing. If you want, no. The, Do thing, the, is, noon.
1: the thing is. The, the party at last home is costumes only and has posted some of the best costumes I've ever seen. And this year, I'm going as one of the Angelitos de El Generico from mm. Tijuana, Mexico.
2: One of the orphans. <laughs> one of the
1: orphans. I'm going as an orphan of El Generico who has taken up his mask and mantle. And I'm assuming right. you're
2: shaving your head before you do this. I am really
1: making space for my mask. All right. Not the man
0: shaving his head Not the man shaving my head Okay, that's fair That's fair
1: For those of you who follow us on SGP Watch out for my pictures And if you are cosplaying Yeah, really, yeah, yeah If you are cosplaying this Halloween Please post and share with us your pictures
0: Yeah, you know where to find us on Twitter uh, Especially
2: if you're a naughty... Cosplayer. oh yes oh god yes
0: please, god, please no, yeah please, all you please, slutty pumpkins no, can tweet us god. at stand 947 at Caveman Camus and at rowiswar. is War not
2: that there's anything wrong with being a slutty pumpkin
0: or being a conservative nun some people like that some people now <laughs>
1: swerve swerve
0: <laughs> we're having uh, having too much fun but uh, we have to end this of course on a serious Wait.
2: note yeah what are you going to get into
0: pick of the week oh, I agree. pick Good. of the
2: week I making sure. <laughs> Come on, man! I was making sure, Poppy.
0: All
1: right. So um, for this week's Pick of the Week.
0: I'm going to start it off, uh, Pick of the Week. Um, something that you may or may not have come across uh, on Tumblr, especially if you're on Tumblr. Uh, they started this thing called Literary Starbucks where they imagine writers and philosophers and how they would interact with one another inside a Starbucks should they enter a Starbucks coffee shop. We kind of co-opted that in Smart Guidas Pilipinas. You can find us, by the way, on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash groups slash Smart This guy.
2: I think
1: they're on the group already, man.
2: Put up, put up, this guy is such a DJ. Oh,
1: Thank God. you. Segway like Game Michael on Point. Cool.
2: Segue Game on
0: Point, boys.
1: 999.
0: Alright, oh, so, so so uh, we co-opted this on the Smart Ginas Filipinas Facebook group and we turned it into wrestling Starbucks. Essentially what happens is you take wrestlers and you bring them inside Starbucks and what do you get? Right, So what I'm going to do right now Is I'm going to try to read the best responses we got And we have over 160 entries For this uh, wrestling Starbucks thing that, that Rose started yesterday In a matter of what? Like a few hours, deba?
1: Yeah, we've had this on for less than a day Less, yeah, than, less a day. than a day And we've been laughing ourselves oh, oh, by the way,
2: by the way I turned it into a Tumblr blog So it's you can find it It's it you can find it at wrestlingstarbucks.tumblr.com one more thing for us to plug yeah <laughs> all
0: right so let's let let me load some of the best ones okay uh, i'm going to read one of the uh some of the ones that got the most likes coming and,
1: from anonymous caller number 5
0: yeah so some of them all right some of them are actually uh are actually WWE wrestlers some of them tna some of them indie some of them from from pwr so let's read this one <laughs> Uh, Let's let's read this one that describes Daniel Bryan. All right, care of uh, this is care of Mikey Lurin. Daniel Bryan lines up for years to order coffee, orders coffee, pays for it, waits more years, receives coffee, then barista swipes it back. All other customers protest. Finally receives coffee. Everyone rejoices. Burns tongue upon first sip. No one knows when he'll have coffee again. Oh. Get uh, better soon, Daniel Bryan Get better soon, D-Bry Next entry that we have This one, I personally like this This is from Anthony Who says The great Kali enters Starbucks And
2: orders
1: (laughs) It's not even Indian
0: (laughs) I was on air I was on air When I read Anthony's comment I was like Good job, asshole and
2: uh you almost caused him his job. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: our last one, our last one from wrestling Starbucks. Teddy Long. And this one comes from uh comes from Rome. Teddy Long goes up to the counter and orders coffee. Another customer comes up to another cash register and another barista takes that person's order. Teddy's eyes come alive. <laughs>
2: I hope you get the reference. Come on, guys. Because if
0: you don't, you haven't been watching enough SmackDown. ya. So yeah, do check it out. Uh, it's WrestlingStarbucks.tumblr.com.
2: Yeah, we'll be adding a lot of these entries slowly over um, over as time goes by, and we'll think of new ones as well. All right. So it's my ti- my turn for yeah, of the week. Uh, you guys have picked uh, some really well. Not well. Kamas hasn't made his pick yet, but I'm going to pick Dolph Ziggler versus Kane from last Monday's Raw. Yeah, exactly. And it was the kind of match that Dolph needed. Uh, He's come off two back-to-back great matches from Hell in a Cell and from this Monday's Raw. And also from from SmackDown. Which he also won. Yep. So those are wins he really needed. And this one, I like this win. Because now it kind of hints at him joining the main event scene yet again. So yeah, it was a more meaningful feud. And it's finally nice to see him have a storyline that doesn't involve... You know, random intercontinental championship challengers. True that? Yeah. True that. I, I, I can get behind that. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, please do watch and it. It was also really hard to choose between that and John Cena versus Seth Rollins off the same show after that match, actually. So you might as well watch the whole uh, The Last Hour of Raw.
1: Very fun Last Hour of Raw. And for me, my pick of the week is Rollins and Ambrose from Hell in a Cell. Um, it's the. It's the safe pick, but I really enjoyed m- this match so much. Um, the Bray Wyatt swerve at the end—just you know—it's unpredictable. It's something that we haven't seen in a while, and we get back the best promo wrestler that we've seen in a long
2: time. About and, about that Bray Wyatt swerve, for that um, I want to comment on. I forgot to comment that. Sure. Uh, sure. When I first saw it, I knew that Bray Wyatt was coming in, and I kind of had an idea of how he was coming in. Okay. How he was interfering? Because okay. I was kind of spoiled. I wasn't able to watch it live, yeah, because mm-hmm. of work. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> real life problems. Yes, no Filipino wrestling fan problems. Yeah,
2: Filipino wrestling fan problems. And it was—I thought I wasn't gonna be totally surprised, but when I for, when I finally saw it for with my own eyes for myself. Just freaks you the fuck. Just out. Just freaks you the fuck out. Whatever, so whatever bad. reading you do about it will not prepare you if you haven't <laughs> seen it yet. No, seriously, seriously, no, it doesn't. It really, it does. really won't prepare you because it's not something you haven't you've seen in a while.
1: It's one of those things that it's it's a trick that you only pull out every every five years, every ten years because yeah. it's nothing that you can repeat with as much efficacy.
2: Yes, yeah, so they don't um, overdo it, and I They're
1: mean, up. all they have to do now moving forward is just make Bray supernatural and creepy as fuck and we get the best that Bray Wyatt can be
2: right so that's that
0: so All right. That's that. And uh, that's going to do it then for episode 30 of the Smart Giras Pilipinas podcast. You know, we, of course, as we always do, we got to thank a lot of people for uh, helping us always put this together. Of course, uh, let's start off with Mellow947. Thank you for always uh, lending us the equipment for, uh, for doing this. Thank you as well to the boys and the girls of SGP for always repping us and doing us proud. And the boys and the girls of PWR for showing us a lot of love. We're looking forward to having more guests from PWR moving forward. And thank you. Thank you for downloading, for clicking play, for telling your friends, and for rating us. Give us feedback. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing not so right. Uh, Subscribe on iTunes. Give us your feedback over there so we can know how to improve ourselves and make ourselves better. And uh, keep following us on Twitter, at Stan947. At CavemanGamus.
2: At Rosewar.
0: And we're looking forward to uh, more episodes. 30 30 more more episodes episodes. at least. And uh, of course, as we always do, we're going to encourage you to keep watching wrestling and to keep talking to people about wrestling because Pinoy wrestling fans need to get together. And with that, we're signing off on episode thirty. Thank you so much.
1: Peace.
0: Max SGP Podcast.